You're listening to Almost Diplomatic, DC-based podcast that discusses geopolitics, national security, a whole bunch of nonsense over beers. And as a disclaimer, the views and comments made during this episode are those of the participants and do not represent any entity that they volunteer with or are employed by. Enjoy! Hey everybody, welcome back to Almost Diplomatic. I'm your host, Ryan Young, and joining me today is... Hanina Budea. And Lex Cardone. And we're recording on February 15th, 2020. <laughs> I'm doing a real good job, guys. Wow, it's already 2020. Yeah. <laughs> We've done three episodes. It's been great. So, but really, first off, Hanin, welcome. First time on. Thank you. Thank Yay. you. Good to be here. So, I know you're a longtime fan, so how does it feel to finally get on and get to hang out with us? You know, it's, uh, it's, hard, to de- it's hard to describe feels too good the to be true. The absolute elation that comes with finally being on your yeah, favorite program. Yeah, can you program. tell in my voice? I can. Okay. I can. And your face, which you. no one so can hear I guess, I guess, podcast. I can see through your lies and, you know, like, um, <laughs> you know moving past the tears. Um, we're your tears t- or mine? Um, definitely mine. I got it. The tears of the audience. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a given. That's a given. <laughs> but uh, today we're talking about the coronavirus and kind of like the global health impact it's had and sort of the implications of everything that's been ongoing the last couple of months since it's kind of sort of half emerged because in china in december they're like no no there's nothing to worry about it everything's fine turns out that's not true and all kinds of stuff has been uh happening but um before we really dive into that we're gonna get into our drinks today and uh we not we didn't uh not drinking a beer per se or really doing a well. cocktail <laughs> it's something kind of in between uh we're drinking uh natty bow with tequila in it <laughs> Well, tequila is supposed to be one of the better liquors for you. So, you know, we're trying to protect our health and it's our immunity. It's health conscious. Health conscious, yeah. 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 And I have some green juice, so, you know. Yeah. It's just like, you all, know, all, the virus away. All the good vitamins and minerals to keep you safe. So, I mean, if you ever, if, 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 if someone's ever given you gruff or, you know, drinking a light beer, and you're like, you just look them in the eye, put some tequila in it. You know? Tough guy. Yeah. 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 Make your mark in your statement. Still floating right on top <laughs> yeah. of the beer, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Well, like this, uh, well, actually, drink came up because Fourth uh, of July last year, this became a thing at our party we had, and it was a lot of fun. There was a lot of freedom being spread around. Yeah, somebody kept pouring tequila in other people's already alcoholic drinks. I, I, I don't know some <laughs> wow. some some Savage. lady who who shall renamed unnamed <laughs> who shall remain unnamed. But um, Good job there. Yeah. yeah, I bet she's never been on the podcast before. <laughs> Yeah, what a loser. First time for everything. <laughs> First and last time for everything. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So, Speaking uh, of tragedies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what's happening. Well, um, as anyone who's been paying attention to any of the news feeds going on, uh, the coronavirus, which emerged in China in late 2019, is now a... F- I, don't, I don't know. Is it, a, is, it a, is it a pandemic at this point? Or what's the line between epidemic and pandemic? has to like over two-thirds of countries in the world or something it has to be in or yeah okay well i think it's i think it's difficult to state with this one because there just really isn't good reporting on how many people are infected and how many people have died because there are people because china because china (laughs) yeah yeah and yeah so it's flu-like but not it's there's very important Flu-like symptoms, yeah. Flu-like symptoms, but the disease is very distinct. It relates a lot to the SARS outbreak in 2003, that family, that same family of viruses. And it emerged, we think, 
that was and these types of viruses are pretty common in animal populations you see a lot of i mean especially in south central china there's um you know a lot of people living close with a lot there's more pig farms in is, that is part it, is of, it yeah. bats they're kind of bats was seen? one of the vectors they're also thinking about this animal called a pangolin which, yeah, is, which is like is, a which is like a crazy armadillo which yeah, is it also, does yeah, look wild. it's actually it's connected to the uh thriving black market of animal trading for traditional chinese medicine yeah, I mean, they, so they it, do look cool. They do, yeah. But, and well, they also, especially when, apparently... Especially when you crush them in the powder, like, sort of. Like rhino horns. Yeah, it's that kind of thing. <laughs> so, yeah, so this has been, I mean, what, there's been 1,700 deaths or so um, uh, out of six that 60,000 cases. It's like, it's like 1,463. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it's it's, but yeah, you're it's right. just... On average. On average, you know. It's, it's, I didn't look just this morning. A lot of people <laughs> concerned, like much of... This prop, Hebei province in China is completely locked down still, and there's, you know, travel bans and quarantines in place all over the globe. Um, is this? I mean, right now it's an emerging threat, but do you guys think this is something that we're making too much out of, or, you know, the media hysteria is kind of bringing up because right now it's still a very small. It's not. It's not a ebola like 80 percent fatality disease it's like one or and the half, flu or the or the flu yeah <laughs> which kills more people which, every year right yeah yeah so yeah and it's, it's what seems really weird about it is just because it, you look at the numbers it looks bad but then it's like you know most of the deaths have been in china china has a population of a billion people so it's like sorry if there was like these people have passed and that kind of stuff but or, or people were getting infected or, or they're supposedly infected but it's still such a still a small population of the entire world yeah, and it isn't. I don't know how fast it's spreading. People are kind of just people panic real quick when like any kind of global health thing pops up. Like it's just yeah, you know. And you see once I mean, they're kind of a it. It's mostly concentrated in this specific part of China, but you see very quickly institutions kind of break down. Um, oh, that that last sip got you there, Ryan. <laughs> this, oh, is, this is gonna happen the entire episode. Love speaking, <laughs> speaking of healthy choices, um, yeah. yeah, tequila. <laughs> yeah, just like it, it shows how quickly these both regular infrastructure and especially health infrastructure kind of breaks down under this kind of local condition. Um, well, so, I, yeah, I think especially I'm, in a place like China, which has its own uh, spotty history dealing with. Uh, issues like this. Yeah, I mean, the, their big issue is that they they view, you know, them having or doctors even speaking out about have is basically, you know, it's a criticism of the regime. So they kind of like clamp down at it at first, you know, even they're still kind of not letting people in and and really kind of containing situation, not providing the right equipment. Uh, Lex, you showed me a picture, showed us a picture earlier, and it was kind of just, it's one of the. Uh, it was like the uh, Chinese officials wearing like the right proper kind of uh, mask. The masks that actually are effective, and the doctors wearing. The basic, normal basic surgical masks. There's nothing because yeah. like, how many you know it's been a, a couple thousand I think or whatever uh, medical staff have been affected. Yeah, well that's yeah. kind of a lot. The issue with a lot of these sort of authoritarian. I mean, this would happen here too, and it's in a different degree. But in these authoritarian countries, you have um, when the party is all powerful and the government is all powerful, it's great until there's a big screw up, which nobody else can take credit for or claim incompetence for it's something that really shakes people's faith so you have these mid-level regional party officials kind of um going out of their way to promote harmony and that means taking you know putting pressure on people throwing people in jail uh for the initial ones to come out talking about this outbreak and yeah. um yeah so it's and yeah 
yeah, we, we've I, seen where that gone. And I think for healthcare providers, it's also a, a tricky situation. Like at least in America, you um, claim an oath that you're not going to do harm to patients. But does that also entail that you're going to put yourself in harm's way to save people's lives? Like there are healthcare providers who are being overworked in China and right. they're understaffed and they're trying to constantly provide support and care for these people who are infected and yeah and you put where's the line you put any human body that like 20 hour days kind of thing um you're going to weaken the immune system and you're going to cause yep. potential more outbreaks among the people who are most needed right to yeah yeah oh yeah that because like just because how i mean authoritarianism in, in china's been ramped up last couple years of xi jinping like kind of becoming the president for life sort of a doctrine shit and so you know, local officials won't respond to stuff until they get an official, you know, get word from Beijing, like, oh, what should we do? Mm-hmm. So that it's like, it's even worse bureaucracy. Right. Or just like pretending everything is fine. It really, really makes me think of like, not like Chernobyl was way worse in, in grand, like, you know, so far it's, it's still way worse um, as far as grand scheme of things and impact area and amount of people. But the same kind of thing of like, they were ignoring it. Yeah. But the issue, yeah, no, the issue of like um, preventing yourself from looking bad by shifting blame and, you know, using the mechanisms of bureaucracy to um, insulate yourself from potential fallout, literal fallout in that case. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, what's interesting, like the whole idea of um, a disease that kind of passes between animals for a while and then it becomes like what's the the um the because there's a concern that this can become more of a virulent thing person to person transmission and that's kind of what's happening now right Mm -hmm. yeah 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 i think in america we just saw our first case of human to human transmission right um with a couple who had if i'm not mistaken had traveled to china Mm -hmm. recently but right now it's not on the level of like the flu or measles or something in terms of what, like, how do you determine how... Was it inf- Portland? Portland? Oh, the, uh, <laughs> the, yeah. yeah. the Gwyneth Paltrow's of the world. <laughs> yeah. Gotta get your goop on. You know? Yeah, it's like, oh, measles outbreaks back. Cool. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Yeah, but like how, these, what determines how infective, like if you're in a room, there's some, if this can infect between three and four people and with something like measles, if you're in a room for 15 minutes, there's a possibility that... 25% of the room is going to be infected or something like that. How, how do you measure yeah. that? And like, especially for something new like this that nobody fully understands. Because it's, it's airborne, correct? It's like just yeah, water, the aerosol. Water yeah, or it sticks in the air for a while, but then it for not a while. I it, don't think it's for a while. No, no, it's, it's, it's not, it doesn't hang around, but it can last on metal and plastic surfaces for hours. Yeah, and, days. and that's a huge thing. It's right. like doorknobs or Metro. Yeah. Metro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Or like, <laughs> Catch on fire in a hotel. Like yeah. there are things where people are touching and perhaps not being as hygienic as they could be, mm-hmm. um, and that's a huge way that. Yeah, it's and how, how do both states, governments, and um, you know, public health infrastructure? What are like? Some, I guess you deal with it by mass disinfecting programs, vaccination programs, quarantines, travel bans. You've got a whole bunch of ethical issues with all of these. Like what? Yeah, I mean, and we've seen um, there's two cruise ships that have been kind of like at least I've, I've seen in the news. One that's it's in port in Japan. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. in Yokohama Harbor. Yeah, yeah, and like they they're like right. that would let those people off at all. 
And now it's like it's all it, all it's doing is more people keep getting more infected because they're just like they're all stuck in the ship. Of together. all the good press cruises have gotten in the last ten to twenty years, like this has got to be the. One. <laughs> like, I, mean, I think cruises just, suck anyway. No, but they, like, they have so many issues, and just yeah, like, can you imagine God. being on that? Like no one, no one wants to take you off because nobody wants to deal with the. Well, that's a plague the other ship. cruise. Yeah. Is there? I think they tried to find four places to port, and nobody, nobody would take yeah. them. And finally, they until went Cambodia. Cambodia. Yeah, Cambodia. Yeah. yeah, you know, great human rights record. Um, well, I'm sure we. Uh, you, uh, I'm sure we gave them a, a nice foreign aid check to thank them for that. Yeah. Well, you know, they they let people off and stuff. But apparently, one of the Americans that was on it, an older woman, has was has the uh, has coronavirus. Really? Yeah. So like, that's that's been at least it was, so it was one. She was tested and confirmed for it. Or like, yeah, I, I, I believe well, so. Well, so this is a new thing: yeah. is that there are parts of China who are no longer saying that you must be con- you must be tested and confirmed positive to become a case. You can now be clinically diagnosed if you have symptoms that are really yeah yeah. It just it's just easy to the quarantine. It's like just so, like we're not, no chances. We're just gonna so they, I, maybe it's still maybe the person doesn't have you, but they were definitely taken uh, into quarantine. I believe. Huh. Well, because like and it was insane because you know they. The, they had like one port call in Hong Kong, right? And after that, they're like, "Oh no!" And it's like, "Can you deny a cruise ship safe port? Like, is that something you could do? That's okay. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. Well, that's like the idea. I mean, it's generally a good idea to vaccinate your populations. It's generally a good idea to quarantine people when they've been to risk zones. But like, how? Do, I mean, you have to take the other hand in there. Like, how do you square that with? individual liberty people calling this is you know imprisonment like imprisonment without charge kind of things and then and then you have the issue of uh misinformation that goes around like oh this is a engineered virus that escaped from some chinese lab and like tom tom cotton was saying (laughs) just of course yeah it's like he he watched uh um resident evil he he watched too much resident (laughs) evil and was like this is a documentary (laughs) yeah yeah i mean i think the thing with quarantines that's difficult to parse out is coming to america if you are from coming from a country where there's potential for coronavirus you are put under a 14-day quarantine and you are put separate from other people who have arrived with you Mm -hmm. and that is an effective strategy that is based in science that is you are no longer put in a position where you can spread the disease to someone else and they can spread it to you because you're separated it's just like it's like it's a free-range quarantine zone yeah which doesn't help at all it's like it's well that's like a cruise ship it's yeah. you're not actually quarantined from the people within the cruise you are just quarantined from people outside of the cruise yeah. which is it, only so it's effective. triage right so, yeah, you're keeping it, it, people separate for you know. yeah it's been it's been spreading so that the cases keep rising on this cruise ship in, in japan yeah and just like did you hear the story of like the um some russian woman who was a tourist in china came back and was quarantined by the russian health service and she uh short-circuited the lock in her sort of hospital room and escaped and is now being yeah some macgyver stuff that i guess they teach them in russian technical schools but now she's being charged with public endangerment and all a whole other list of things by and her defense is i was falsely i was like imprisoned on against my own you know whatever yeah, but, quarantine's a weird thing because it's like it's it's like your rights are kind of being violated, but at the same time, it's like it's you know yeah. greater is greater good a thing. Mm-hmm. Like we're, and how yeah. far, well, that's how far, like and, the vaccine argument. Is yeah, force. Should infor- you be forced vaccine. to yeah. vaccine children 
or is there a public right and public yeah and any yeah. i mean any science any scientist would say yeah this is a good thing for populations at large it's probably a good thing for most people but then you run into a situation where you forcibly in vaccine even if the percentage of odds is like point i mean complications from vaccines are minimal but they exist somebody gets vaccinated somebody complication arises yeah. lawsuits out the you know out the ass um then you get the entire the movement that comes out that says well this is you know inf- infringing autism. on my body yeah no it exactly. causes autism but well, it's okay it's not proven at all yeah. but hey cool but i guess, I guess there, there's like a if it's you know your body is involved is invaluable is that the right word i don't know but invulnerable and in, not invulnerable not superman no <laughs> yeah but i don't know english what, isn't my first language what virus is that what the superman virus <laughs> yeah yeah anyway so speaking of which so you notice they didn't this virus doesn't have a special name it's just named like it's, it's, the it's family corona. of viruses yeah it's it's, it's covid-19 because the who came out and was like we don't want to name this like the wuhan flu or the yeah because it freaks it's so much scarier i guess to, just like, and the population's a mind fuck when the swine flu in 2009 which i'm a you know survivor of oh my god <laughs> never forget yeah thank me for my service um anyway <laughs> they it was originally referred to as swine flu or like because yeah. it emerged in mexico there was people calling it the mexican flu i mean that goes all the way that naming tradition goes all the way back to the spanish flu which killed tens of millions of people but you know the hog farmers were pissed off the mexicans were pissed off by it yeah. so now yeah, no they're, they're, they're kind of like flu after them no <laughs> <turns out>. and <laughs> as they should be that's a pr nightmare even and especially when it's like not it's like partially but also this sounds like a pr nightmare for corona important point thank you so much <laughs> did you so we, we they tweeted about it they're like guys not we, us we, yeah this wasn't our bad <laughs> <laughs> we make moderately okay tasting mexican lagers like yeah i i almost uh went with getting corona for this too it, easy yeah it was too, too e- on the nose too easy and corona's not that good right yeah so yeah. we'll get I'm not, Cuervo. It's I'm similar, not but different. <laughs> that actually would have been funny <laughs> like we're actually we're uh we're uh we're protesting against corona and just kidding other getting like, Mexican te- years. like dos yeah. or something yeah. should we Pacifico? re-record the intro yeah okay, great. <laughs> i'll run to the guess real quick yeah we'll just intermission while ryan gets his beer thanks ryan uh, i mean no, i anyway. like my natty boat of tequila yeah but i, I thought <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not terrible it's not, it's not terrible good. so it's just, I, it's not good but it's not you want some green juice with it i mean it doesn't hurt. I need to protect it myself. doesn't help, but I it does not hurt. Need, I need to protect my immune system, so maybe I'll go with that. Yeah. 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 One but, thing I will say is going back to the comment about... Um, back, back to the conversation <laughs> that we were supposed <laughs> yeah, to be talking about. This, yeah, boys. Um, about <laughs> vaccines causing autism is there is a ton of misinformation being thrown out around yeah. coronavirus. Yeah. Um, and there is so much information that... Like corona. Like corona. <laughs> For example. Oh, I, I can... Like, so... I'm asking you. Okay. I've seen stuff saying that on the internet. Okay, always reliable. <laughs> yeah, definitely saying that if the you drink internets. if you if you drink alcohol, you can't get coronavirus. I would not. Um, I'm not a doctor, <laughs> <laughs> but I would um, not take that to heart. Well, also, they, like, don't drink bleach yeah. to protect yourself yeah. from coronavirus or 
otherwise. Or maybe do natural selection. Yeah, there's a, you have a one hundred percent you have a one hundred percent chance of not getting coronavirus if you're dead. So fair. I won't let the coronavirus get me. I'll let bleach get me instead. Yeah. But no, what you raise an interesting point because I guess the WHO came out recently saying they called it a an infodemic. Um, all the bullshit. I I, I don't. Oh, yeah, yeah, all yeah. the all the the bad. You know, pr- all, all the press about this, and then you have the whole because it emerged in China. Like there's been incidents of xenophobia based on. East Asia, like East Asia, like kicked off trains, or, or yeah. China, like pe- people from China are being kicked off trains in Japan and Korea and stuff. And well, maybe for other reasons. Well, that's probably <laughs> still not great. Yeah, still not good. <laughs> but <way>. just <laughs> basically the impact of this hysteria and misinformation that goes around because of the internet and social media and kind of the yeah. echo chambers that develop because of that are actually, in many ways, more dangerous than the virus itself, and more pervasive than. It, it'll, it'll most likely have more long-term damage than the virus itself. Yeah, because you're not trusted. Like, you expect government health services to give sober, you know, reasonable information, free of political well, do, whatever. Well, well, he kills the virus. He kills the virus, and you just take a hot. Yeah, I guess Trump came out and said that it's going to be better when it gets warm out because reasons, and then the CDC, to, in order to back him up, said hot showers and humidifiers will help ward off the coronavirus it's that kind of stuff is why people don't trust institutions or, or do trust institutions and think that that is or, the case, or yeah and which just, is also problematic. And, and then you question it and then it's like when somebody says oh an actual hurricane is coming this way well i can't believe that because noah said this thing about you know it hitting alabama before <laughs> well, and then you get yeah you get dead so or, or you get you know katrina yeah, um like or or well, yeah, the thing is, like, CDC is supposed to be a pretty respectable, like, institution. Right. And it's, you know, now you're like, oh, damn it. Like, you're supposed to be one of the, you, like, you were supposed to be okay. Yeah, it's like with um, Marie, Hurricane You were the chosen Maria. one. You were the chosen one. <laughs> you had the high ground. Um, Morally. The, just, and, like, these weather serve. I mean, typically, you don't trust, you, when a weather forecast comes out, it's, like, known to be not necessarily accurate but you you trust that the people are doing their best to make sure you have the most accurate information yeah. as possible well, there's tricky and when you insert politics and so is health yeah and that's that's why i'm saying not look at everyone who's running at all this shit it's going terribly yeah yeah well <laughs> xi jinping is on the case um i'm sorry uh, Wait, winnie his, his actual name is winnie the pooh yeah his excellency winnie the his pooh excellency, <laughs> commissar winnie <laughs> who are you comrade question <laughs> who are you comrade question Wow. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Good. She's just like, I hate both of you. I um, just don't understand, but it's okay. Yeah. Um, I would also say that not only in America, but I think it is also true in America that in general, scientific literacy is not very high. What? Right? Weird. Um, wow. And with Says so Says the much, guy who can't read. Well... That's the reading is, Mama said reading is from the devil, so. That's fair. Anyway. Sorry, I didn't as you were. <laughs> um, so with so much information, I think it's also difficult for people to figure out what is true um, and figure out what a real risk is. Like this, we don't have a real, we don't necessarily have a factual estimate of what the death toll is. We don't yeah. know for sure how many cases there have been across 
the world at this point. So it's difficult to even understand what the risk is. And it's so new and scary that I think it's difficult to compare it to something like the flu that we see year in and year out. And we know people who are affected by it's just so much more um, novel and unknown. And that kind of gets into the, I mean, the classic hack criticism of social media, but I think there's something behind it. Is it soapbox for stupid people? Well, yes, but it's, it, 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 it brings out the worst of natural human tribal behavior and, and because you have um, algorithms that are designed to increase user engagement. But where people want to be engaged is with people with uh, like-minded. places like-minded that places that confirm what they already believe and make them feel good about themselves. And this is like a natural, this is, has nothing to do with intelligence or scientific literacy or anything like that. This is just how primates were back in the African savannas when humans first started walking on two legs. Like, this is just right. how we are, I and saw, we haven't I, changed at all. I saw 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. The- <laughs> Period. <laughs> no, it's like no, the, the monkeys in the state. I never saw that movie. I, oh. That's a classic. I should. Yeah. I really should yeah. get on that. But Oh, cool. I'm alone in this. Never mind. <laughs> so Some people- if, Kevin was, if Kevin was here, hi, Kevin. Yeah, he'd uh, probably get it. He'd, so would Rob. Yeah, so would Rob. And yeah. probably anyone else. Wow, um, why'd you pick us? Yeah. I mean, I get what I get. <laughs> I think he's trying to tell us we're the B team. We're like D team. D team. So you, so you didn't listen to the 2010s episode because I kept calling them the B team the entire episode. So no. we're not even close to. No, B. no, you guys, no, you're you're A team and you're A minus team because you're brand new. I haven't. Like, this is your tri- rank yet. Your no, trial period. No, yeah. You start high and then you just yeah yeah. yeah. We'll see how it it's goes. like how you start have having five stars in Uber and then. You miss a couple. St- I don't think you start you? with five stars. I think oh. you started zero and then. Really? I don't know. I don't know. Some somebody tell me how the. I mean, it's an work. average. I'm, so I'm four point eight five, by the way. Four eight five. I'm four eight four. I'm four nine. Aren't you fucking cool? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I don't see how. Yep. But... Cool, honey. <laughs> <laughs> because you tell follow them... me at Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> cool, honey. Follow me at, uh, at Tenders Lemon. Uh, <laughs> it's blown up. Which is fantastic, actually. Yeah. But, um, Thanks so much. Yeah. So we don't really know that much about this virus yet. We're still kind of, you know, the emerging knowledge, the vaccines are being worked on, that kind of stuff. Um, well, I guess recently there's been a spike in, um, di- or sp- there's been a spike in cases, but that's not necessarily because there's been a mutation or something like that. Like it's, what, what's the... The reasoning. Right. So yeah. there's been a change in how the virus has been diagnosed. Initially, it was exclusively whether someone tested positive. Um, and now it is, at least in parts of China, it is more of if clinically you appear to have the symptoms of the disease. Is it symptoms or like you've been in contact with somebody with symptoms or is there, is it just any, is it, it's, it's just a physical exam and they say this person possibly could have it. So we're going to mark them down as having it. Yes. It's a clinical right. Right. assessment. Okay. Um, there also is, even if somebody tests negative, but still exhibits the symptoms, they could still be considered a case right. with these new guidelines. Do you think that's a wise precaution or is that something that's going to sweep up a lot of people with, you know, chest colds? Her. Um. I don't necessarily see a huge negative to there being 
an overestimate right. as much as I do with there being an underestimate. I think leading up until now, there has probably been an underestimate of how many people have been affected by coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which goes, which goes back to a couple of things. One, it's like quarantining, you know, people is like ethical stuff, but also people are really worried about cruise ships, but like not about airplanes as much, mm-hmm. which yeah. has been kind of like, I wonder why it's gotten to France and to, back to America. Yeah. It's so weird, huh? Yeah. Definitely not but people coming road. back to America are quarantined. Yeah, because we, we're on top of our shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, generally stating. But we've, we've ex- <laughs> apparently, we've, for this outbreak, we've exceeded WHO like precautionary measures, which, again, we get into that argument that we were talking about, about like what is good for public health versus what is, you know, kind of impinging... In, like human rights. rights that kind of thing but it's, it's funny we were we've had episodes before where we've talked about chinese um the surveillance culture yeah, in china Jesus. and like the, the and how data is used to sort of manage a population of over three billion individual like or something like that do you, do you think they get a minus in their social credit system if they have coronavirus um no but there is an app now that the government has released that basically lets you know if you are physically near somebody who is either confirmed case, like what we were talking about, like a confirmed case or somebody who is within close contact with somebody. Like, so if, if somebody had, so if somebody's coworker has been diagnosed with coronavirus, you get a notification on your phone. If you're next to their HR supervisor or their coworker or their teacher or something on a train and you know to, to get out, which who knows how effective it is, but you've, also if you're on a train where are you going um probably as far away from that part of china as you can but like and there's a which is which i think in this country would throw a lot of privacy advocates and you know uh, a large segment of the population would throw people into a loop but in china it's actually pretty popular because the mentality over there is more like you know collective this and that we trust we generally trust the government for you know not using our even though they're basically tracking personal information and it's just very yeah very I think dystopian that'd be a HIPAA violation here that would definitely be a HIPAA violation well, fortunately for china they don't have to deal with that but does that make their response to the an outbreak better than in a place where you don't really have that many human rights i mean yeah. if if they were going full tilt non-human rights they'd basically put everyone in a camp and let them die Who's infected? Yeah, um, and just like sterilized that way, which we haven't. I don't think we, that time. way, you. But China, I mean, China the, is open enough that if they started doing that in like major population centers, it's one thing to do it out in Uyghur, Uyghur country. But oh yeah, when they have uh, you know, I mean, you have concentration camps, and no one cares. I mean, yeah. they have heavy censorship on their internal Twitter, Weibo. Yeah. But like, you still see things like justice for Doctor Lee or whatever his name, the guy, the yeah, guy yeah, who yeah. first sort of broke the news about the. You know, this he's an ear, nose, and throat guy in China who why are we getting all these weird pneumonia cases for people yeah. who don't have the flu? Like what's what's this about? But Yeah, yeah. Well it's it's one of those things where it you you know, we want to talk about how it's actually affected China because like, you know, market wise, tourism wise, that kind of stuff. Because, like you've seen yeah. people stop going to China completely or you've seen you know, that's that's people who are going on vacation, people who are going yeah. for business stuff or for whatever else. But also, like, but also you see um, the leadership in Beijing, I think, is worried about it to a certain extent because, like, 
most people tolerate their authoritarian system mm-hmm. as long as the economic stuff's fine. If it starts going sideways, you could see backlash. I mean, I don't, I don't know how yeah. far it have to go. Fortunately, China is Rob's a big, not here. Is a big enough economy better, that apparently. it's. <laughs> Hi, Rob. Salty. Fortunately, fuck chi- you, Rob. <laughs> Fortunately, China is a big enough economy that this isn't really going to impact them too much. However, globally, the issue here is that unlike back in 2002, 2003, when SARS was a, was a thing, um, you have a lot of supply chains running through China that didn't exist before. So you have logistics issues that are coming up, people being diverted, massive province-wide quarantines going on that impacts the flow of raw goods to markets on the coast, which impacts, you know, commodity prices here and consumer, like what you pay at the grocery store or what you, what you, like what you buy, what you, what you sell. I feel, I, I feel like the government is treating it more like a PR disaster. Yeah, it is. Well, it, it, is, it also is. It, it, it the, also is, but like, like, it's solely just that they're like, oh, well, fuck the people who care. Well, that's their kind of gut level. The communist party reaction in China is to, um, deal with the, everything as an as an indicator of social harmony is something they like to talk about and uh when you have this all-encompassing state and there's a massive screw-up like this there's nobody else that can take responsibility for it you can't claim ignorance when you claim to be all-knowing and all-powerful and people generally believe that because there's kind of reason for them to believe that so that's why you see people back tracking on every statement and you see rare criticism in the um, or they're they're starting to allow uh, critical opinion pieces of local party bosses yeah. to sort of whether or not that's a good thing or or you can look at that as from an op- optimistic point of view or a cynical point of view like they're making people fall on their swords for what is a rotten yeah. system to begin with I don't know so. yeah yeah it's it's just it's all garbage yeah. but actually it was interesting to see that uh, I wonder how China reacted to all this kind of stuff because. Um, I think at least last past, uh, last couple of days, the Chinese uh, gymnastics team I think was like was banned from going to uh, Australia for the the World Cup or the World Championship. And that whatever. goes into the kind Japanese of Olympic, or the yeah. Olympics in Japan. Yeah, oh, I was gonna gonna imagine, yeah, because that's gonna that when is that's next summer is this that? or this summer. this summer? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I bet Japan would love to basically ban everyone from China. Mm, yeah. But that whole thing, like, that gets... I think you need to go a little bit beyond China at this point, perhaps. That gets back to, like, the xenophobia stuff that, like, anyone... Like, people are being kicked off trains and stuff for being from this... Even within China. Like, somebody... There was some story about people being kicked off high-speed trains because they're from Wuhan um, or something like that. It's... I mean, I mostly... Well, yeah. I don't know. Because it'll be interesting to see how... Like if this if this thing stuffs out, you know, it's kind of just it's slow growing as it is, and kind of just stuffs itself out, and yeah. kinda, you know, it's like you know, it's it goes down like a you know, because even like the fatality rate doesn't seem to be that high. But, but I, I, well, think, I the, think it depends on it depends yeah. where you are and where you're. Yeah, what numbers you're looking and at. And also, but the danger yeah. for me though, I don't from a you can probably speak to this more from a public health perspective, but um, if this kind of just sits around and incubates for a while. And it becomes kind of something like a constant, you know, low level infection, like, I don't know, like a malaria that just kind of sits around. Like, is there more of a danger for this to become something more virulent and more deadly? I don't know about that, but I would say just because it 
perhaps with it getting warmer in the next couple of months, <laughs> if infection rates do become lower, that doesn't mean it's gone. But what if I have essential oils to ward that off? Is that... Well, it depends on the brand, I would say. Oh, it depends on but, the brand? Yeah. Okay. So... And the scent. We'll, we'll run up to Whole Foods after this episode. This yeah. podcast is not... Uh, not sponsored. Not sponsored by. Not sponsored by. Sponsored by Dutera. Thank you. Also, <laughs> also does not uh, think that witchcraft works. But well, what about the right kind of witchcraft? No. Uh, no. <laughs> Still no. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Catholic. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Catholic. Yeah. No, I'm a terrible Catholic. So it's really a, it's a huge joke for anyone who knows me. Um. Yeah. It, it's 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 kind of interesting to see where it's go. It's gone in where it will go the next couple of months because it's really kind of concerning will it grow will it mutate will it get worse will china do a bad job or a good job of containing and like what does a good job look like for them will they start to be like okay go to your special camp now yeah because like they've been criticized and they've also been given credit for how it compares to how they did with the sars epidemic which was basically just shut down all press and like don't let anything well, it's it's like a, you remember we we cause we did a, the Chernobyl episode. We talked about that stuff and essentially what it was like. It'd be weird to think a democracy could have responded like they did to that event. Well, because there's enough avenues, and if you can you can explain away you can volunteer as, people, uh, yeah, and you can <laughs> people can accept government incompetence without it, uh, without fearing that it breaks the system, and yeah. Yeah. So we're getting down towards the end. So any last things people want to talk about? Um, so one thing I would say is if, like Lex just brought up, if there is still, if cases of coronavirus do lessen moving forward, there are still companies working on a vaccine. Um, we did see this with Ebola and by the time vaccines were created they weren't super effective um, and the virus was at such a low level that they weren't utilized as highly as they could be but there are tobacco companies right now that are trying to develop vaccines for coronavirus um, and other companies that are receiving a lot of u.s government funding to will they have it in dip form (laughs) jesus (laughs) (laughs) gotta get you off that stuff well, that's that's that classic antihero. Just like this. Okay, R.J. Reynolds is going to come yeah, in and save us. Yeah, the irony that they're now like, yeah. let's save people. We've killed enough people. Now let's save some. Yeah, it's don't re- call it's it a comeback. It, you know, it's, it's, it's a redemption story. Because yeah. vaccine development is something that, if you come from a farmer perspective, it's not a very fun. Like nobody wants to be involved in vac- in developing vaccines because it's super unprofitable. Yeah, it's not because a you lucrative you need business. billions of dollars to put into it over months and years for this one strain of this one disease that oftentimes burns itself out by the time you have, you're ready for animal trials or clinical trials. Yeah. And then you're kind of screwed and your shareholders meet you and are like, what the fuck What's now? Yeah. Why is our share? <laughs> why have we spent all this? Sorry, we we're trying to help people. Jesus. Yeah, but So <laughs> now you have two, um, two companies in the U S that are act or that are publicly saying that, you know, we're working on the coronavirus and they're very open about it. It's like, yeah, we're working on coronavirus vaccines because the government is subsidizing it. They're well, paying us. Well, and a vaccine is against one strain. Right. Where 
Yeah. If it mutates, like, then you have to start all over again. Right, right, like the flu. We're not being vaccinated against every strain of the flu if you're getting a flu shot. And so there's still a possibility that you get the yeah. flu. Because in the day, remember, the flu flu kills more people than like... The regular seasonal right, flu. rest of the yeah. shit, like, like these epidemics and stuff. So it's like people stop freaking... I mean, yeah. it's bad. Why is the flu, I've always wondered that. Like, why is the flu... Because like, if you get vaccinated for other random viruses... Amish. Um, measles and stuff, it'll be like... It, it does... I'm... I'm not a science person, but like why some viruses like the flu mutate every, it seems like every few months. And I guess coronavirus doesn't mutate that often, but, um, why does that happen? It's just just a simple virus from like, you know, know, low standing. Yeah. So like you got, you have to have flu shots every season. I think you should have, I have no idea. It's crazy. I was going to say what? I was trying to get you out of that one, but, uh, no, I I did it on purpose. I was going to correct myself. Well, also for something like the flu shot, scientists are deciding which strains of the flu to vaccinate against months in advance of the flu season. So it's really just like quote unquote scientists. What do they know? I'm from the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Big Twitter guy over here. (laughs) Tinfoil Ryan, that's what we call him. Yeah, you never, you never give me. <laughs> never mind. <Whoa. laughs> it protects from radiation. It's was, okay. Yeah, I was gonna say something autism. I was like, it's already gonna be. <laughs> the, the headline: Ryan Young endorses anti-vax conservative. <laughs> He's no, pro autism. No, no, because we did. Well, so we, another reference, another different episode we did. We did uh, one of conspiracy theories. We rammed the fucking anti-vax people like for a while throughout that episode. Oh, good. Because <laughs> yeah. they're I mean, fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, that's, that's an easy target. Yeah. Though. yeah. I, mean, I still enjoy it every time. Yeah. <laughs> it only gets, it's only gets better. Yeah. Yeah. Science. Just, people. just like vaccine generations. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, 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 so, I mean, really. <laughs> <laughs> Go beers. Huh? Go beers. Take a Xanax. <laughs> Yeah, you know. Lessons learned. Almost to mag. Just crush up a Sanix, put it in tequila, and Natty Bow, and you're set. Please don't do that. <laughs> Shut up, Ferda. Ferda. But it would do what you want, because this is America. Yeah. Or wherever you're listening. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's... it's it, We're still in the really pretty early stages of this. It's only been three months. I've really, like, kind yeah. of acknowledgement. So it's kind of interesting to see where it's going to go and... And hopefully people can like be better about things because like the quarantine stuff's like, especially the cruise ship stuff's been kind of like, like pretty unethical. I mean, or, or Do you actually, think so? I mean, I think so. Cause it always, like, if, if, okay, even if it's not if it's uh, unethical, it's been in, uh, inefficient or not efficient. Because like yeah, the same. Because like it's yeah. I, yeah, but when you speak gonna let like you have a. 14 or something confirmed cases on the ship of 2,000 people, you're just going to, like, let them off into your city? I mean, like, no, I mean, no, but you should do something to file them out. Like, just yeah. Pick, pick them out who's, it's, yeah, but who's, who's not. But it's like, it also, I guess... But how do you know who's not? Well, also, I guess it depends if we, if we have any idea what the incubation period of this is, too, which, right, is, yeah. is, the, which is, I guess, a worrying And I part. think there's also a question of if the test to determine if somebody does have coronavirus if it's a reliable test yeah. well it'd be, but right now there's because, a there's a kind of a um i guess it it was something before and now it's like seven to 14 days is the incubation period and you can pass the the, the thing is you can pass it along while not displaying symptoms i of think it. that actually has not been scientifically really it's just precautions okay is that, is that well tw- i think twitter i think yeah i think because <laughs> there's Infowars. so much com. information infowars.com <laughs> 
Yeah. It doesn't exist anymore. I don't know yeah. that science, there is a, a basis to believe that okay. in science. Okay. Because well, there's also not a lot of diseases or viruses that are similar to right. coronavirus that mm-hmm. that's the case with. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. And uh, we're out of time. So that was almost dramatic. Thanks, guys. Thank you. See ya. Yay. That was good. See, I get it. It's funny because it's a podcast. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs>